Hello and welcome to Permission for Pleasure. I'm Cindy Sharkey, your host. I'm delighted you're listening and I'm listening to you as well. Recently, I asked on social media, as well as reading through the questions that come in the question box on my podcast page, what topics are you interested in hearing more about? Orgasms, orgasms, and orgasms is the topic you want more about. So here we go. If you have questions about orgasm, you're not alone. In this episode, I want to answer three questions that have been asked by more than one listener. Number one is, why can I orgasm solo but not with a partner? Or why is it so much easier for me to orgasm by myself and not with a partner? Or some variation of that question. The next one is variations on questions regarding the clitoral hood. Either my clitoris is buried under a very thick hood and what can I do to orgasm easier? Or almost the direct opposite is my clitoris is so sensitive, can I orgasm without touching it directly? Or other ideas around stimulating the clitoral hood. Lastly, why don't my orgasms feel as intense as they did when I was younger? Or is it normal for some orgasms to be more intense than others? Or some variation of this, why all orgasms don't feel the same? Before we jump into talking about these questions and answers, if you're new here, please feel invited to my newsletter community. I send out sexual health education once a month, often highlighting new blogs I've written to answer these kinds of questions that come in from listeners at my workshops or during my private consultations. I call it Good Education for Good Sex, and the link to sign up is in the show notes. Now, let's get to that first question. Why is it so much easier for me to orgasm by myself and not with a partner? When you are self-pleasuring, it is just you and your body, you and your mind, you and your imagination, alone. No partner to worry about, think about, figure out, or negotiate with. Solo pleasure is solo. Your entire focus is on your own sensations, your own pleasure, figuring out what feels good and where. Often you may not be concerned about timing, how long it takes to get aroused, or how long it takes to bring yourself to orgasm. There's no concerns and worry about a partner's feelings, ego, or performance anxiety. Of course, it's easier. Here's the thing. If you desire to orgasm with a partner, use all the beautiful information and understanding of your body that you learn from times of self-pleasure. Replicate the environment and stimulation that you enjoy and you know brings you good arousal and pushes you over the edge to climax. Learn to focus on your own pleasure with a partner, allowing yourself to focus on yourself. Start to communicate what you like. Communicate the stimulation you need and the kinds of rhythm, speed, touch you desire that draws you into more pleasure. This is one of the healthy things self-pleasuring provides, information and understanding about yourself. And then when partnered, you can communicate 
for more pleasure in a shared sexual experience. The next question was all around the clitoral hood. My clitoris is buried under a very thick hood. What can I do to orgasm easier? Or the direct opposite. My clitoris is so sensitive. Can I orgasm without touching it directly? Or ideas around how to stimulate the area. First, let me share some education about the clitoral hood. The clitoral hood is located at the top of the vulva, where the labia minora, those inner lips, meet. It's a fold of skin that, well, it protects the glands clitoris, the external part of the clitoris that you usually can see or feel. Although, with a thicker hood, it might be more difficult. The glands clitoris is packed with nerve endings and highly sensitive to touch and irritants and friction, like clothes even. So the hood is its protector. It provides protection. And remember that the glands is only one part of the clitoris. The rest of its structure is internal and still accessible for arousal and pleasure. Learn all about the clitoris and that whole network in the first episode of the podcast. The amount of the glands covered by the clitoral hood varies. As you can tell from the questions that were asked, it varies from body to body. The clitoral hood may cover all, some, or none of the glands clitoris. When you become sexually aroused, your clitoris becomes engorged and swollen. This pulls back the clitoral hood, allowing for more external access to the glands. For some people, the hood is large or has extra tissue or it is very thick. And this may interfere with the kind of stimulation that a person may want or need to the glands clitoris. So let's talk about that first. Things to try. How about applying more direct pressure to the hood? Or possibly strong vibrations using a vibrator. That can be helpful. You can also try gently drawing back the hood, if you're able to, for more direct stimulation to the glands. Use an adequate lubricant and rub around the hood and the glands to determine if you can kind of free up the glands. If you are not able to, consult with your healthcare provider. Some people suffer from clitoral adhesions, and these can hinder the clitoral hood from fully retracting. If you feel this might be the case for you, again, seek out your healthcare provider to determine the cause and potential treatment options. I'm going to link to my blog about talking to healthcare providers about sexual health to help you with that kind of visit. Let's switch gears then for those who are asking for ideas for very sensitive glands. Sometimes it can feel great to avoid touching the exposed glands altogether. Just stimulate the hood or the layers of skin around it. When you touch the clitoral hood and the skin around the glands, it gives the glands little nudges of stimulation indirectly. And that can be pleasurable for a lot of people, especially with the sensitive glands. Some people can orgasm from stimulation to the clitoral hood alone with no direct stimulation to the glands. And for those wanting to explore, as you're listening to this, your curiosity is prompted. Here's a few ideas to try. Move the skin of the hood. Just the hood. Circle the hood. Tap the hood. Use up and down strokes on the hood or just glide over it. 
Also vibration sensations. Using a vibrator on or near the hood can be pleasurable. Explore. Get curious. Find out what's pleasurable for you and your unique body. Now, for the last orgasm topic, the questions around why don't my orgasms feel as intense as they used to, or is it normal for some orgasms to be more intense than others, or some variation of why all orgasms don't feel the same? Here's the thing. There are a lot of factors that go into how your orgasms feel each time. It is very, very normal to have different intensity in your orgasms. Sometimes it might feel like lapping waves, sometimes a crashing monster wave, or everything in between. How you are feeling that day, what your hormones are doing, what time of day it is, how stressed you are, how much anxiety you feel. Well, I could go on and on. All of these things factor into how you perceive your orgasms and feel them. A big, big factor is arousal. How aroused you are will often play into how your orgasm feels. Remember, arousal is your body warming up and building. It's your mind engaging and paying attention to the sensations you're feeling. It's being present The more time and attention you give to your arousal, the more intense your orgasms may be. Arousal is literally preparation for orgasm. This is why people practice edging. We've talked about this on this show, episode 31, and I'll link to the blog about it in the show notes. Edging is a building up of arousal and intentionally coming to the edge of orgasm, but not climaxing, and then building up arousal again or again. So one reason people practice edging is for the intensity of the orgasm it can bring. This all centers around arousal. If you feel your orgasms are less intense compared to an earlier time in your life, the question about that. Here are some things to consider. One is aging. Our hormones do go down as we age, and that can affect our orgasm intensity for sure. Another factor is boring or routine sex that isn't all that pleasurable. And not talking about what you desire, that can decrease your orgasm intensity. For men who routinely use porn or masturbate daily, they may find that their orgasms become less intense or less satisfying. I mentioned anxiety and stress, but remember, anxiety and stress, it affects your sexual health in so many ways, and it can just lead to real, well, distracted and less pleasurable sex. Something else to consider is your pelvic floor. This is the muscle group that supports all the pelvic organs, and it can weaken with age, surgery, childbirth, trauma, illness, all sorts of things. A toned pelvic floor may improve your orgasm intensity. You've heard me interview pelvic floor physical therapists on this podcast. I will link to those episodes in the show notes. Your pelvic floor is important. Another thing to consider is birth control methods. Some men complain about condoms 
affecting the intensity of their orgasm, and some women complain about oral contraceptives or hormonal birth control options that mess with their orgasms. Another thing to consider there is the medications in general that you're taking. That can be a factor as well as a health condition maybe affecting your blood flow, which in turn can affect your orgasms. I have several blogs around these topics, and I'll link to those if you're interested in learning more about medications especially that can affect orgasm and your sexual health. Well, I could talk about orgasms all day, and this is supposed to be a quickie episode, so we will wrap it up. But before we do, community, if this podcast is helping you learn, grow, open healthy conversations in your life, let me tell you how you can support the show and this work. First is following the show, following the podcast on the platform that you listen on. Just press the plus button or follow button. That's all there is to it. Also leaving a rating. Just press the five-star review that you love the show. Easy. Also reviewing the show, even leaving a sentence or two about why you listen or maybe your favorite episode. These reviews really help other people find the education here. Lastly, you can share the show. You can share your favorite episode with a friend. Introduce someone new to the show. Thanks for thinking of doing those things to support the work here. So friends, for now, cheers to good arousal. Orgasms if you want them. Knowing your own body and certainly giving yourself permission for pleasure. Pleasure.